here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Somebody did a poll. If you're squeezing in last-minute vacations, they asked, what kind of packer are you? By that, I mean suitcase packer, not a Green Bay packer. And uh, specifically, uh, the most interesting part of this was uh, how many underwears people pack versus (laughs) how many days they're going to be gone. Okay. (laughs) You might be surprised to hear the results of some of that. This worries me a little for people. It could go either way. Please be very worried. You're going to be gone a week. Just one week. uh, Somebody did a little research on how people uh, pack for vacations, but uh, a specific section caught my attention. Of course it did. It's about how much underwear people pack when going on a trip. So now specifically they said, well, if you're going for six days, how many pairs of underwear do you bring? And so like 20. <laughs> 20. Is that, I mean, they're small and they can just kind of yeah. shove in the suitcase in different pockets and places. So it's not like they take up a ton of room. Okay. And depending so, on where you're going, you may go through multiple pair a day. <laughs> I don't mean because of disasters, but if you're going to a tropical location, you might get a little sweaty down there. You know, you might need to change before dinner. So take a little shower. So two a day is what, at the minimum, right? Did you just say that? Yeah, it's true. That's what you have to think about. Yeah, I mean, sure. Here's the thing, though. Only uh, one out of five people said they'd bring six pairs of underwear. Now, the good news is 36% said they would bring a couple extra above those six to eight. Some Six to eight? Yeah, six to eight pairs for six six days. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not enough. <laughs> well, then you if you had been in this survey, you'd have been the ones who were 12 or more, Yeah. apparently. Exactly. But uh, here's where it gets a little disturbing. 5% <laughs> said they'd only pack five. Uh, 4% say they'd pack four. And 4% say they'd pack three or fewer. This has to be purposeful. Ew. I'm like, I know I'm gone six days. <laughs> I'm only going to pack three. I'm hoping that these people go, you know what? I'm on vacation. I'm not wearing any. Oh. Rather than I'm going to wear the same pair multiple days. Okay. I'm right. right. Uh, yeah. I, I'm hoping that that's their mentality is like things are just going to be wild and free yeah. instead of reused again and again. Night number one, we're going commando. <laughs> By the way, this probably will not shock you. Men are a lot more likely to not pack enough underwear. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. (laughs) Not this guy. (laughs) At least one a day and maybe one or two extra. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Since you've been doing sports this week, I I wanted to contribute something sort of uh, edge of sports stories, and I got a good one here. (laughs) Okay. Will, and I don't know if he says Levis, Levi's, L-E-V-I-S. He's a young quarterback now for Da Bears. He posted a video, had run out of coffee creamer. Oh, no. That's a travesty. (laughs) I know. That happens. I wouldn't even drink it if I didn't have any creamer. I'd just skip on it. But what does he do? I kind of do, too. He's uh, he's a crafty guy. What do I have in my fridge uh, instead? He put mayo. In his oh. uh, coffee. Ew. Because uh, that's got... How'd that turn out? Oil and egg, right? Is that, isn't that yeah. what mayo is? 
he alleges that now he likes it and and uses it all the time. What? And the the video went viral. So now he's cashing in on this association with an endorsement deal from none other than Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So he did like this mock press conference with a bunch of jars of mayo around him. I'm proud to officially announce that I've signed a lifetime supply of Hellman's contract. <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom, who introduced me to Hellman's mayonnaise and started my love for the beautiful condiment that it is, as well as my high school lunch lady, Miss Lisa, Miss Lisa, who knew that extra mayonnaise meant extra mayonnaise. I'll now take any questions. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Duke's mayonnaise is like, all right, who are we going to sign? Who are we going to go head-to-head in the, the football yeah. Battle with Hellman's Dukes. Is that a Wisconsin? I don't know that brand. Um, of I think it's a. I think it's a Southern brand. That's cute. And as far as social media goes, he and Hellman's played it beautifully. That's very oh yeah, cute. People are talking about it. But would you now, try it? Um, I mean, I would give anything a whirl within reason. I would taste test it, but I don't think that I'm going to like, like you said, that oily, just thickness. Now I use a lot of coffee creamer, as you well know, and sometimes that is the ingredients in that, probably a little suspect. That's not my coffee emergency this morning, though. I realized yesterday that I used my last coffee filter, and so I am going without coffee this morning because I did not have time to run to the store. Paper towel. We've I've used paper towel before. Oh. We just need to filter out the bigger chunks. Yeah, I never thought it. Well, look <laughs> at you with a bonus in the kitchen tip. I never uh, thought about that. Oh yeah. Uh, listen, can it I, was early this morning when I'm like, oh no, now what? Can I do that next week? <laughs> yeah. In the kitchen. <laughs> I'm out of coffee filters. Tim has a hack. Yeah, that's a good one. And everybody says, yeah, I've done that before. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> I did not think of it. Laura hasn't come, so go get some coffee. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. (laughs) Yeah. Mary J. Blige. That video is so 90s. (laughs) Isn't it great, though? Oh, my gosh. The outfits and everything. Now, you said Mary J. Blige was was not your favorite part of the hip-hop halftime show of the Super Bowl. I mean, I liked... When she came out with Family Affair, I think she should have followed up with that song. It just she went into no more drama then, yeah. if I remember correctly, and it just kind of it was it, the mood was just yeah, and then it just kind of slowed down a little bit too yeah. much. I am going to uh, make a call now. Everybody's speculating who's going to do the Super Bowl, who is who not. Is Taylor's yeah. like, no, I can't do the Super Bowl, and I keep saying. I can see a country artist. Now, we have uh, a pretty well-known country artist doing our Minnesota State Fair in the grandstand on Sunday night, Keith Urban. This is what I want. I, uh, I saw him do this on an awards show, I thought, because I don't follow that that close. It's a few years old. I love this. This is for all of the rock stars, you know, practicing their guitars. Wild hearts. I like Keith Urban at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah? And if you're going for the special guests where all of a sudden every other song somebody else pops out onto stage, he's had quite a few duets over the course of his many, many years. So I think that that could be a good one. Who do I need to talk to? You know, let's just stop all of this nonsense. Just call Keith. 
Let's make sure he's free in February. I will say that we've had a, a variety of different performers, but I think we're probably due for a, yeah. a rockin' country, yeah. just a bunch of just... You're welcome for that idea. And I think, like me, I don't, I don't consider myself a huge country fan. I like music, but I would enjoy a performance by him. I think it'd be a broader appeal than a hip-hop, than a Beyonce, than a Rihanna. If that happens, I get some sort of residuals for the uh, the idea. <laughs> get on the committee, yeah. the, ha- the halftime Super Bowl yeah. performer committee, yeah. <laughs> headed by Tim Burns. That's right. I feel you you bring one of the new ones out, uh-huh. maybe a Keith Urban, because that kind of spans yeah. a couple different decades, and then you bring out Billy Ray to close the show <laughs> with achy, breaky heart, because he is celebrating number 62 today. I don't know. You're not going to close the show with that one? Well, I mean, tell me that people would not be singing along and going, oh, man, that song. <laughs> okay, you're sitting down in an office. And there's an exec with a cigar. Listen here, Keith. This is what we want to do. At the very end of the show, Billy Ray Cyrus comes out and sings Achy Breaky Heart. See? <laughs> Just a few lines. Yeah. That's all we need. And Keith would go, no, nah, man, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> he might He might be all about it. <laughs> You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Zip on up to the North Shore of Minnesota. Now, you've been there? Or yeah, you're just recommending it? Here's or? the thing. I might get booted out of the state if I say I don't think I've ever been farther up the North Shore than the Split Rock Lighthouse. I, I know. know. Easy. Travelandleisure.com has just crowned Grand Marais as the best small lake town in the country. Now, And that's on the... It's on the North Shore. North Shore. It's okay. on Lake Superior. Is that considered a small lake? <laughs> it's a pretty big... Or well. maybe there's another little lake up there. Uh, I haven't been that far up. Do I need to hand in my Well, there you Minnesota go. You were, looking for a, you were looking for your next vacation yeah. destination. You won't even have to leave the state. We've talked about that because uh, we're, we're thinking about the Black Hills. Maybe we should. Wait a minute. They also have the Voyager Brewing Company in... Uh, Okay, all right. They also say it combines a seaside vibe, and it is. Uh, Superior is so big, it's like being by the ocean, really. Yeah. And then they've got a variety of food choices, outdoor activities, a lack of off-season crowds, so it's like a best-kept secret way up there, Mm -hmm. about two hours northeast of Duluth. Artist Point is said to be a very popular sort of natural beauty there in Grand Marais. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. You let- Your next trip booked. <laughs> Perhaps. Otherwise, it's like, Tim, get out. Coincidentally, my wife was watching a documentary on the Warren Jeffs, FD, what do you call it? FDLS, the Latter day Saints, yeah. Yeah. Polygamous colonies and all of that. And uh, she mentioned one of those polygamous compounds near Grand Marais. Oh, okay. Out in the woods. And so I looked it up, and uh, they started it only five years ago, but last month it went up for sale. So uh, if you're looking for a, a compound, it's 189000 was the latest mm-hmm. listing on it. I mean, for a, for a compound, yeah. that seems like a, a bargain, right? <laughs> right. Make it into an Airbnb or something. I yeah. don't know. It's not like it's got any bad vibes there or anything. I knew that there was one in the Black Hills. That, it says, is closed. And then this one... 
Seth Jeffs, one of the brothers, bought 80 acres of land near Menominee, Wisconsin in 2020. He still owns that, apparently. Hmm. I mean, there you go. Business opportunity. (laughs) I know. Compound waiting for you. Is it a coincidence that the two late summer vacations we're considering both once held an FDLS polygamous compound in the Black Hills and the North Shore. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.